0: Welcome to Season 3, Episode 30 of the Family Travel Australia Podcast. We are Katie, Paul and Jasper from the Feelgood family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome. Good morning.
1: Yes. Now, listen, we have had another whirlwind week, haven't we? We sure have. It did start with goodbyes, which is always hard.
0: Well, it's always hard when you really like the person you're saying goodbye (laughs) to.
1: And I'm talking about my parents, Peter and Lynn, or Papa Feel Good, as my uh, dad is now known.
0: Granny And, and Granddad.
1: Yes, and we have fortunately been able to spend the Christmas period, a good three, four weeks with them and their travels, their new beginning, their new van that they're Mm. now travelling around in full time and getting to share that experience and all that nervousness that comes with that and really loving the connection that Jasper's been able to enjoy Mm. by having them next door literally in their home on wheels and that he can just grab his breakfast bowl and say, I'm heading to granny and Granddad's for brekkie. I love that.
0: Yeah, it's been a really, really special time uh, for bonding. All of us, but as you say, Paul, particularly for Jasper and just having that, you know, that free time to just hang out. It's not a, okay, we're going to go and see Granny and Grandad and then we've got to pack up and head off and they've really been able to just fall into this nice rhythm of, of hanging out and Jasper's wanted Granddad to come and, you know, come while I ride my bike and come while I go to the pool and come while I do this and it's just been so lovely to watch that.
1: Yeah, and also sharing the camping experience, you know, sitting around the fire mm. and everything that comes with that. It, it is really such a beautiful environment to be sharing time with your grandparents in.
0: Yeah, it is. And I think too, you know, seeing Jasper come at it from this place of, well, you know, this is what we do. we you know – This is our life and we're going to help you guys come into this and really guide you. Jasper's got this thing at the moment where he wants to be the guide. So that's whether he's showing somebody a new experience or whether he is literally like an air traffic controller and directing the traffic. Um, As we'll get to a little bit later in the podcast, we, we zipped over for a sneaky one-night stay on South Stradbroke Island. And he was even directing the people who were coming, pulling in for lunch at Tipler's Cafe on their jet skis, (laughs) walking up the path towards the cafe, and he was saying to them, welcome to the island, enjoy your stay. So he's really got this thing about being the guide at the moment, and I loved watching him be the guide with Granny and Grandad.
1: Yes, it really is just so enjoyable to watch. It's made it harder, I think, as time goes by because we're on the road and we're travelling and we're we're away for periods of time uh, to say goodbye. Mm.
0: Uh,
1: so, yeah, and I think as they're getting older as well, you know, I'm, I'm starting to realise all of our mortality. It sounds a little bit morbid, doesn't it? But you do start to think, oh, the value of your time spent together is Mm. just really important that you make the most of it.
0: Yeah, you're right. And I think even that shift in Jasper too, he really does not like having to say goodbye Mm. at the moment. He's, you know, he's moved from that space of being a a really young kid where they're almost oblivious to, you know, it's like, yeah, see ya. And off they go. Mm. We're really now... I've noticed just in the past few months with friends and family, it's really hard for him to say goodbye. He doesn't like it.
1: Yeah, he's even used that term, I I just don't like saying goodbye. Mm. Uh, and it's that awareness of time or length of time, mm. a bit more of a an understanding of what that means. Mm.
0: Doesn't that, as a parent, just like, oh, like, get you right in the chest?
1: Yeah, it does. I- I think what happens though is their ability to adapt and Mm. move forward and Mm. have a a new focus point or a a new thing to grab their attention is forever there. So Mm -hmm. that is always positive because we've always got a new horizon the next day, literally. So that's a a really positive part of this, I think.
0: Yeah, it is. It's a really good point, I guess. At what point… In our lives, do we transition from being, you know, children where we don't carry around that emotional baggage with us to being older children even or adults where we do, we pack that up into a little suitcase and we carry that emotional baggage around with us everywhere we go. So Mm -hmm. it is interesting in that respect. He doesn't like it. He has a full emotional response to it, but he can very quickly move on without it seeming to affect his new
1: direction. Yeah, that's right. It's a good lesson for us to take as yeah. well.
0: <laughs> Leave those suitcases behind.
1: So it is great to have Granny and Grandad now part of the caravanning RV community.
0: Yeah, it's so awesome.
1: And we have talked about the community and the energy of that and how much that has been a huge part of the attraction. Mm. You know, the destination experience, travelling, the unknown All of those things that come with travelling are fantastic. But what really brings it all together is the community and watching my mum and dad interact with, you know, people they've only just met and then leaving like their friends. Yeah, they're in their element, aren't they? They are. They they straight away went, okay, this is cool. This Mm. is really awesome. Yeah. And so I'm excited for them for that. And then we can segue actually through this to Jacob's Well. We said goodbye. We made our way back to Jacob's Well so we could have a sneaky night over on South Stratty again.
0: Mm. On the northern Gold Coast. Mm
1: -hmm. And we were pulling up. We hadn't even started unhitching and people were coming over. We had two different couples actually through – that first thirty minutes come over and say, Hey, we watch your YouTube show. Mm. We love it. Where's Jasper? Yeah. Can, we, yeah, can we say hi? Yeah. So we sort of put the window down and said, Yeah, there he is. He's, you know, still strapped in the car and and, and that was really lovely. And just again reinforcing how amazing and connected this community is, yeah. how friendly it is.
0: And do you know what I love too is when when we meet those people and they say to us you know, we say to them, oh, you know, you're loving You stay here. Do you come here often? And, oh, no. We came here because we watched your yes, episode right. and we thought, yeah, let's definitely go there and give it a try. I love that. It's so cool to meet people who have been inspired by something because that's exactly what happened with us
1: exactly, at yeah. the start
0: of our journey. We got so inspired by watching other people that we had to do it for ourselves. And now we're meeting people who are seeing places and experiences and destinations on our episodes and they're getting out and doing it and trying it and visiting and staying.
1: Yeah, that, that's true. That is a real buzz. And it's this whole idea that we set out to add value through our experiences yeah. and through the productions of what we're, we're putting together, the podcast or, you know, all of the socials and particularly the YouTube channel because it's so visual. Mm. And that's coming to reality now. That is that is cool.
0: Yeah, it is really, really awesome. I particularly love what um, the lovely couple that we met first up at Jacob's Well said to Paul. You know, it's your fault that we're here. And straight away we were like, oh, no, they're not having a good time. And they were just being very playful and said to us, you know, we watched your episode. It looked fantastic. And so we've come down here with a group of other friends and we're having a wonderful time. So, yeah, it is It's awesome.
1: Yeah, really cool. We also met uh, our immediate neighbour. His name was John, and he is this guy from Sydney that has been on the road with his wife for 22 years.
0: It's unbelievable.
1: So if you can imagine that, they are just literally (laughs) travelling all over around Australia, through Australia, across Australia. I mean, they have literally... Been everywhere, man, <laughs> 22 years. And so you can imagine the wealth of knowledge, the enthusiasm in his storytelling, uh, the, the history and the knowledge that he's gained from those experiences. Mm. And part of that was that he said, you know, come over and have a beer, mate. I'd love to sit and chat. And I said, yeah, okay, absolutely. We've, we've got to duck over to South Australia. He goes, oh, keep an eye on your van. Don't worry. And I'm like, oh, thank you. That's really great. And uh, and so then we came back the next day and he's he's got the beer ready. Let's have a chat. And it was really great. You know, I just sat over there with him and we're about an hour into our conversation and I said, hey, what's uh, with the no bugs? Like there's no Mitchies, no mozzies. What's your, what's your secret, John? And he goes, ah. And off he goes into his van and he comes out with this pre-written little piece of paper, which is his... Midgey and Mozzie Buster secret recipe. <laughs> and so and then I'm like thinking straight away, has he got just like a little, little file of these? Like, are they all just pre written <laughs> out? And he puts them in the top drawer because he's just waiting for this question to come up. Mm. So that was quite funny, you know. I'm like, wow, that you wrote that out quickly. He's like, no, mate, I got it ready. And he said, no, this is it. And he, he shows me this. Uh, spray that bottle and he starts spraying it around and he gives me the ingredients and I said, oh, look, would you be up for actually doing a piece with me tomorrow morning where we film this? And he said, yeah, of course. We hadn't even spoken about that, Mm -hmm. you know, that we do YouTube or anything. He's like, right, right, okay. And so the next morning I ducked out early, got the ingredients which included Epsom salts and mouthwash Mm -hmm. We'd taken the lids off three beers the night before, which made them flat because he had to have flat beers. And he laughed at the fact that we were wasting Queensland's finest, you know, 4X gold, which he then joked about and said he would never drink. But uh, and anyway, he puts all of these ingredients into a bucket, stirs it up, and it actually smells good, which is good, and it deters mozzies and midges. I, I mean, it was just... <laughs> I don't know how you come out with these recipes. This is (laughs) amazing. It is
0: awesome to think. I wonder who first thought, okay, let's just chuck some beer and some mouthwash and some Epsom salts together (laughs) and see what happens. What I love is how much of a good sport John was and he was so willing to to Mm. film a piece with you and share this recipe with you.
1: In the rain, actually. It was raining while we were filming and that was fun.
0: It was. What I love even more is that, it definitely works. And this recipe is to be used on the ground in and around your campsite, which mm. is fantastic. So you're spraying it, you know, straight onto the ground or the, you know, the mat under your awning. All safe ingredients, nothing harmful in there. You don't have to actually even apply anything to your skin, which is excellent, and it does deter the bugs from your – it's almost a little bit like, you know, you put up this shield, this (laughs) little (laughs) bubble around your campsite. Um, And, I mean, you had an amazing experience at Jacob's Well that is renowned for midges.
1: Look, it definitely worked, and it was funny. I said to him, uh, you don't put it on your skin, obviously, and he goes, well, actually, I've never tried it, and he grabs this the bottler starts squirting it all on my legs. And he goes, here, you can try it. I was just thinking, ha, you know, what's going to happen? My skin's going to fall off. But then he reminded me, yeah, it's got mouthwash and flat beer and Epsom salts which was uh, really good fun actually having that conversation with him. So
0: I think the worst that could happen is that you smell a little bit like stinky stale beer. (laughs) Um, Thankfully, we do have our our beautiful essential oils to apply to our skin to, uh, you know, smell much nicer than than the beer.
1: Well, that's right. We have got a a pretty good, you know, natural uh, repellent that we use with, with the essential oils, which works wonderfully. But I love that you can, you know, Protect your space with this spray. Oh, me too. Um, We have actually created a downloadable with John's blessing uh, of the recipe for this. And it is on our website, thefeelgoodfamily.com.au. So you can check that out. There's always loads of free resources. We're putting uh, all of our cooking recipes and and different um, bits of information up there every week. And so make sure you do check that out and be a part of the community as we've been talking about.
0: So we headed off from Jacob's Well, said our farewells to John and the other campers that we'd connected with there.
1: And we had our two litres of <laughs> <laughs> uh, backup Mozzie repellent now all made up, ready to go. And as far as I know, you can actually, it can last, you know, until you use it. So, yeah, yeah it's, um, I don't think it necessarily has a shelf life. Mm.
0: And uh, we headed to another Gold Coast tourist park, one that we hadn't stayed at yet, at Main Beach.
1: Oh, what an amazing location this is.
0: It really is a gorgeous part of the Gold Coast and one that I hadn't spent a lot of time in during our years on the Gold Coast but that I'd known of as being almost like this little oasis Close to all the action of Surface Paradise and Southport, but far enough away that you feel like you are in this little sanctuary right on the ocean front.
1: Yeah, that is perfect. And I guess you're on the edge of all of that high rise, you know, concrete jungle, but it doesn't inhibit your experience because it's only a handful of high rises down that end of the coast. Mm. And so you're actually in between the major waterway of the Broadwater and the ocean.
0: Mm. It's a perfect location. And Main Beach has this feel about it. It's quite trendy mm. but also felt very chilled to me, particularly when we walked from the Caravan Park down to the Main Street, Tedder Avenue.
1: Yeah, look, only a five-minute walk. And then you have this little village kind yeah. of feel with cafes, restaurants and uh, almost a little bit of a an afternoon vibe. Like it really picks up. You can see from about three o'clock, mm-hmm. the bars all start to, you know, really get a bit of a vibe. We enjoyed this little French restaurant mm-hmm. that was just a tiny little place that we just stumbled across mm-hmm. and had... Some beautiful crepes, French crepes, some French fries, <laughs> which uh, Jasper thought was funny because they're just called fries. Also,
0: and some French champagne. Don't yes. Don't forget
1: that. Katie had some French champagne, so she did have her champagne smile on. <laughs> <laughs> but, it was, gee, that was a great experience.
0: It was. Teta Avenue is really lovely with all of those big trees and the shade. And mm. I just, you know, you go somewhere and it has a feel to it. And Main Beach has a really nice feel to it. And then the caravan park itself has a great feel to it, a really relaxed, it's that coastal, relaxed vibe.
1: Look, the the actual property as a caravan park has been operating for just over 90 years and it was bequested by uh, a lady who wanted that campground to remain a campground in perpetuity, mm. And so she gifted it to the people of the Gold Coast under the stipulation that it would never be built out with anything other than operate as a caravan park. Mm. And so this property is now valued at $200 million. Wow,
0: <laughs> yes. really?
1: Yes, and is literally the prime real estate on that end of the Gold Coast and you can take your caravan there. Mm, I love it.
0: It is just beautiful. I mean, it's, of course, right across the road from the patrolled main beach. Mm -hmm. As Paul said, it's a short drive down to the Seaway, the Spit, Marina Mirage, SeaWorld. You know, it's a quick and easy access to Southport to pick up, you know, your groceries. And if you don't want to leave the caravan park, then you certainly don't have to.
1: Yeah, that's right. There's a really beautiful resort-style pool mm-hmm. on site, and uh, they even have this really fabulous idea, community garden, yeah. where you can grab all your herbs, and they're growing vegetables there. Mm-hmm. It's encouraged for the kids to actually plant something. Uh, so we we love that feel mm. that ha- they have created. The on-site managers have created. They also really make you feel like a local. They gift you a membership to the surf club that is across the road. And so we met some friends and ducked over and, and had a great meal over there. And, yeah, just they've, uh, they've really nailed making you feel like you're, you're just a part of the local area.
0: You know, it's interesting. We've stayed at a few of these Gold Coast tourist parks now over the last couple of months while we've been back on the Goldie for Christmas and New Year. And we've never stayed in these places, you know, being Gold Coast locals and living here I am so pleasantly surprised as a group, like there's seven different parks and then the campgrounds on South Stradbroke Island Mm. that we got to enjoy as well. But each place has been so well maintained, fantastic on-site managers, felt really, really lovely, you know, clean and tidy. Like they've been really wonderful experiences across all of the parks that we've stayed at under the Gold Coast Tourist Parks umbrella. and
1: Not your stereo, typical idea or thought of what the Gold Coast represents in some ways.
0: Yes, I agree. I totally agree. Anyway, a little shout out for Gold Coast Tourist Parks because we have been pleasantly surprised at how awesome our stays at the various different parks have been.
1: Absolutely loved it. And You know, you you go to Sydney, for instance, uh, you you can't find a park to stay anywhere. You go to Melbourne, you cannot find a caravan park to stay anywhere. I think there's one at Flemington. I mean, they're much bigger cities, but if you're looking to experience a location, Mm. you are spoiled for choice in what is, you know, Australia's playground. Mm. I love that. Mm. I think it's amazing.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, the locations are incredible, Mm. beachfront.
1: location spread
0: out across the the Gold Coast.
1: Yeah, really fabulous. Okay, so we are getting ready for season four. Uh, We've got another week of really enjoying our families and uh, saying our goodbyes uh, and continuing our
0: lives in order. Holy dooly. We've got some things to organise before we hit the road, Jack.
1: We sure do. Uh, But look, we're excited to be announcing our journey ahead We'll be announcing that on Sunday night through our YouTube channel if you want a spoiler alert. Otherwise, you can uh, tune in next Friday night, of course. Uh, But also, if you would like to get in touch with us, you've got your own bug buster remedy or (laughs) you've got an idea for us as far as us covering an experience, a location, a destination, Mm -hmm. uh, something you'd, you'd love to see that you'd... Uh, like for your own inspiration that you haven't been able to visit in this incredible country, Australia, we would love to hear from you and we will do our best to cover it in in Season 4.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Get in touch with us via our website through the Contact Us page. Drop us an email. We absolutely do our best to get back to every single email we get through that website, Yeah, albeit it may take a couple of weeks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, for now, we will wrap it up there. We hope that you have a a really healthy and happy week. Look after yourself, look after your family, dream big.
0: And happy trails.